Well, hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to The Ernest Man Show. Wherever you may be in this world. Just a quick message on how you can win a fabulous prize. After listening to an episode, simply go to my website, theearnestmanshow.com, and go to the Discuss comment section below the episode. Leave a comment. That's it. It's that simple. Within a week, if a winner is chosen, you possibly could be a winner of a fabulous prize. Okay, well, it's it's not a car or a boat, but then again, you don't have to pay any taxes on it. So, what are you waiting for? You've got a good chance, and you can say anything you like. So, that's my message. Now, let's go to the show. Episode number 106, September 7th, 2022. 10 Downing Street Occupied, Britain Collapses. Please listen to these words. Masculine republics give way to feminine democracies, and feminine democracies give way to tyranny. Those are not my words. I wish they were. Those words were spoken by a man almost 2,500 years ago. His name was Aristotle, and I believe that what he recognized that happens with governments and how they disintegrate was just as accurate all those many centuries ago as it is today. I witnessed something that I thought I would never see, at least, in my lifetime. But I was wrong. I was hoping that there was something that might change. I pretty much had it in my mind that this was potentially a a very strong possibility. I just didn't know it would come as soon as it did. Of course, in this case, on this date, I'm talking about the collapse of the British government. Now, just because you have what appears to be a government which, at least on some level, resembles, however vaguely, what it once was, does not mean that it in fact is alive and well, or for that matter, even alive at all. 
such is the case with 10 Downing Street. Because one of the major differences between the new oncoming um, occupiers, let's say, versus the Boris Johnson clan was you could, to a certain extent, forgive Johnson and his cabinet and MPs and such because not only they, but certainly Johnson himself was basically a buffoon. I, from the very moment he became Price Minister, uh, uh, Prime Minister, I looked at this guy and said, "Good God, this guy is—he's unstable. He's—he looks like a buffoon." And it turned out I was correct. I mean, um, the, the guy was, well, I don't need to tell you what he was, especially if you happen to be British or in that area of Europe, because you certainly should know this yourself. But the response to this buffoon is so absolutely predictable and choreographed, it's unbelievable. It is choreographed um, and it has an entirely different agenda because <clears throat> this is, um, well, this is what I would call the dream come true, the woke dream come true. And what that means is 10 Downing Street is suddenly filled all of the head positions, all of them. All of them are filled with the the SJW pipe dream. There are no white men. And they are ecstatic. They are overjoyed. They are proverbially as happy as a pig in shit, as it used to be said. And now... There's just nothing standing between them and uh, the dismantling of absolutely everything good or decent that they can possibly get their hands on. But the incoming cabinet and MPs and all that, they are absolutely nothing more than uh, what I call color placement. It, this has absolutely nothing to do. And does it matter if they tell you that because it's, well, it's bullshit. It has nothing to do with intelligence, integrity, or 
heaven forbid qualifications. Only color. Color, sex, and perhaps sexual orientation. That's it. That is the new measuring stick of all qualifications for any fucking position in the world now. That's that's all that matters. You know, you got a person and they could have, you know, an IQ of 60. But, you know, if their skin is a certain color, you say, hey, you know, you got to put them in there or that'd be racist. So they're only managing a nuclear reactor. Fuck it. Put them in there. But, and I want you to watch what I'm saying. Give it six months, a year, give or take. As Britain goes, so does the world. And um, in my opinion, it's what you might call, um, you know, the third, say the third and final straw. Because that's basically, that's it. This is three strikes and you're out. Things, it can be argued, for instance, you know, when exactly when did the end of Western civilization in these recent times, when did it start? And there's several different opinions on that, but I'm just, I just want to mention what I consider to be, and feel free, you can argue that point with me, but what I figure are the big three. In my opinion, the Suez crisis of 1956 because they could not even keep and maintain something that was absolutely of vital interest to Britain. And they just said, eh, it's okay, here, go ahead, you can have it. Then after that, <clears throat> the next huge red flag in this case, quite literally, came uh, with the transfer of Hong Kong in July of 97. And um, that is red flag number two. And then, of course, it is what happened today with this new occupation, and it is an occupation, of 10 Downing Street. And there, I don't, I, I, I absolutely do not see any way back at all. None. Well, maybe save for one. That's going to be un unpleasant, but you have to pick your battles because 
<clears throat> this is where you're at. This, this is where you ended up. You painted yourself in a corner. I would say to Britain and to a perhaps even a greater extent, the world. And um, your, your little brothers here in America, you better believe they're going to be watching this. This is what happens when you become spineless. When you've turned off your brain and you have, you know, taken the blue pill when you have capitulated all reasonable, rational thought. And perhaps you just got lazy as well and you said, to hell with it. I don't want to deal with this anymore. But the problem is, for the very people involved, now you can't get away. At least do remember, you know, England is an island. It's only a matter of time before they're coming for you. And when I say for you, I'm talking about the last thing that, that has to be destroyed, which will be um, the royal family, which really got underway because this is done from the inside with Meghan Merkel. So, yeah. And saw a picture of <clears throat> Liz Truss, the new PM, and she's doing a photo shoot with the Queen. It's really sad um, because now, you know, due to her age, no doubt, I mean, she may be senile to the point where she thinks she's smiling and shaking hands with the fucking royal beekeeper, for all she knows. But they're all, you know, they're 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 all just they're they're gone. I mean, the ones, historically speaking, hell, even Lloyd Lloyd George, Lord George. They're all gone, of course. So, but this is certainly going to play out very horribly for the British people, especially the British people who, let's just say, are of a fairer complexion. And I have absolute confidence that this is going to take place. And uh, there's a whole lot of other things that are going to take place. And now that they're uh, comfortably getting into power to dismantle everything that 
was British, and they will very, very quickly uh, steal anything of, you know, that isn't basically, you know, bolted down, and maybe even that as well. So, uh, yeah. And the thing is, in addition to that, imagine this taking place, and as far as, you know, war and conflict and battles, they overthrew everything without firing a single shot. That's the amazing thing. Just <clears throat> um, collectively, uh, the gatekeepers, they all just said, well, they just opened the gates. They said, come on in. Steal everything. You know, take all our possessions. Um, hell, they, you know, if it was talking about a besieged city, they don't, um, they don't have to worry about, you know, raping and pillaging because you can't rape the willing. So, uh, and for the case of keeping the peace, they've already been thoroughly indoctrinated. And I mean, utterly, the British women have been thoroughly indoctrinated through school that, uh, you know, you're just go ahead and if you're going to have sexual preferences, then you we'd prefer it if you do it with these people. So that that's already been arranged. So you don't have to worry about rape because you can't rape the willing. So yeah, imagine just imagine that. Imagine your entire civilization, everything gone, just gone by grinning smiling, conniving, uh, characterless. Because that's the way I've, everything that I have read about, listened to her with Liz Truss. She's characterless. She doesn't really stand for anything. And I know it's a convenient old joke. They say, well, if you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for anything. And, but in a sense, I guess you could argue the one thing, at least certain certainty, um, if there is one thing that she does stand for, it is, I mean, with with an absolute with an absolute authoritarian attitude is the uh, openness doctrine that everything i mean and i'm talking about ev absolutely everything is about diversity so i mean Pretty soon, you know, it's um, as as long as you continue down that path, then obviously you see that this, again, leads to another form of tyranny. Because as new people 
new uh, insanities, new perversions, new things step up to the plate. They come out of the, the shadows and she's like a like a uh, a smiling sycophant uttering uttering out the chaos out of out of the shadows. It's okay. It's okay. But but, but I'm a I'm a pedophile and I wanna rape children. It's it's all right. We embrace you. It's it's okay. It's a please come on out. It's okay. So that's no doubt that's next. If that hasn't more or less actually started already. So, yeah, I mean, the whole idea behind remember under the under that keyword diversity is I mean, absolutely every manner of dysfunction and perversion is not only like it's it's not an issue of it not being on the table because if it wasn't it's being put on the table and that unlike johnson the buffoon who couldn't get anything done which was pretty much what he was designed to do you know, it's sort of like the equivalent, I guess you could say that, you know, uh, Johnson was the um, British equivalent of Trump. Except that Johnson was slightly more articulate than Trump. But that's that's not a huge game changer, not by any means. So, but with the smiling cherub-like face of Liz Truss. And she's doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are or what you've done or what you plan to do. She wants to embrace you with open arms. You know, to all the children and all the women, especially the women. And um, then the only thing that they have to do in addition to this is simply get the population of Britain used to it. So that's the next phase. So they'll go through some rough patches, things that were, you know, undreamable, unspeakable, but no, they just, they keep upping the ante, but they do it slowly. Like you, you turn that uh, flame on the pot of water that is getting hot with the frog in it. But you turn it up slowly, get them conditioned, get the population used to what is going to happen to them until it becomes the new norm. And that's exactly what is happening. So if you, <laughs> I'm going to tell you that if you think that the, uh, the Johnson, uh, 
cabinet or administration, if that's what it's referred to in, in Britain, if you think that was bumbling and incompetent. And, the, you know, depending on what, what political side or spectrum you're on, you could say, well, either that or just simply incompetent. Reaching and, you know, able to very quickly, <laughs> which is I've said about other administrations in the past, able to very quickly reach an impasse. Because that's what I saw happening. I think anyone that went through and remembers everything surrounding Brexit, all I have to do, oh my God, to send back the horrible memories and the not only the material fallout, the economic fallout, the endless, the absolutely endless Brexit debacle. But if you think all of that was something, wait till you see what's coming down the pike. I know everybody's going, everyone says, well, they just, you know, literally just got in office, give them a chance. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry whatsoever. You see, one thing, it's, I'm not, un unlike, I'm not talking about, we're not talking, I'm not in any way suggesting that they are incompetent in what their agenda is. Because that goes without saying. That is a given. I have no doubt that they are going they're going to work very very hard that if they are able to hold on to power let's say for 5 or 6 years um not only will there be no more in real terms I say in real terms not only will there be no more Britain it would be utterly totally and completely unrecognizable So, this is what happens when your only agenda, the only thing that matters in real terms, is forced social integration, forced ideological integration, forced acceptance of perversion won't be happy until every form of perversion is considered cool you know because that is first and and foremost and um, anyway I was I saw this uh, flash just on the news and actually I was going to do um, 
an entirely different program. And then it was one of those, oh my God moments. when I said, well, it's going to be, you know, it's a long weekend, so I better share something with you, share my thoughts. And hopefully you're going to share yours um, with me. I'd especially love to hear from you if you happen to be listening to this from across the pond. But as for this American, yeah, if anyone said to me, if I lived long enough and I don't know, there'll be some kind of documentaries in the future and they'll be wondering and speculating and they'll say, if you could give a definitive year or time when did you see the end of Britain? It's without hesitation. Yep. September 7th, 2022. When I saw the absolute forced rainbow coalition walking through the door of 10 Downing Street. That's that's when, right then. I leave you with this. Remember, remember the 7th of September, the Downing Street treason and plot. I can think of no reason the Downing Street treason should ever be forgot. Before I wrap things up, I just wanted to give you this little message about the contest. When you go to my website at theearnestmanshow.com and go on the comment section, you can actually leave a comment about anything you want whatsoever. After all, this show is not about me, it's about you. And I really want to know what it is you want to talk about. So please, fill something out, let me know exactly what you want to talk about, and that is exactly what we will talk about. Other than that, all I can say is, I hope you had a good day today, and I hope we all have a better day tomorrow. Take care.